0: Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant, and I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Ruminant Nursing Wears Pump and Nurse Collection, all-in-one products that you can both breastfeed as well as pump hands-free in. And we will hear more about Ruminant later, but right now, Diane has our review of the week. Right? I do,
1: yes, I do. And our review of the week is from Alenda three three one. And she says, I've wanted to rewrite a review for a long time, but there are so much there's so much amazingness about this podcast it's hard to choose what to rave about. I wish I would have known about you gals way sooner. Today I knew I had to say thank you. I hadn't experienced a moment in the last sixteen months in which I had felt I was judged for breastfeeding or that it was wrong until today. Visiting the dentist, I was made to believe I shouldn't be breastfeeding at night because I'm going to cause cavities. Luckily, I had listened to episode 57 and knew that was a bunch of baloney. It infuriated me so much, but I didn't know what to say. So here I am listening to the cavities and breastfeeding episode again while writing this. So I am prepared when I return in six months. I'm blessed to have stumbled across this podcast. Thank you for empowering me and all the other women out there on their journeys as mothers. And I feel like you are both my best friends. Let's be real. I wish you were. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love! Awesome. I love that you like were able to put it right into action because, and that is like the biggest reason why we did that episode. And it comes up all the time, all the time about the cavities. I, all the time. There's yeah. so
0: much, so much nonsense out there about cavities, and that's just a big one. You know, I get it all the time too, and I've gotten to the point where I just don't even. I don't engage. I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, fix their teeth. Right. I can't even entertain that anymore. That
1: is amazing. And I'm so glad that this worked for you. And I'm so glad that you wrote a review to tell us about it, too. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And if you want to be our review of the week, send us a review on iTunes. We love to hear them. We love to know which episode you like. We love to know how it helped you. And then we like to talk about the reviews on the air. So you could be our review of the week. So what... Are we going to talk about today?
0: It's kind of so, like a, it's a big topic, right? I like- know it is. It is, and it got even bigger to me um, recently when I posted about it on on social media. And we're going to talk about post weaning depression, and that's like um, something that I think scares a lot of people because one one of the reactions that we got when I or that when when I posted this article um, was like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea that's what was going on with me. I think this happened to me." Um and the other one was oh no I'm scared to wean now. Aww. You know and it's you know it's like you know, I I totally understand we're not talking about this to scare you we're talking about it cuz it might not happen to you. We're yeah. talking about it so that you know so that we can be prepared right? Because right. First and and it sucks because it's like well I just got through like the postpartum time and like we have to always be aware of postpartum depression and now you're telling me there's this post weaning depression and what is this nonsense um, and I you know I, I get it it's like a lot it's a lot to know um, but the more we know right right the, knowledge the is the power yeah yeah the more we can do about it and this um this all started in my head and and Diane has her own um, stories about it too um, in her practice but. I I posted a an article from Parents. dot com. It's called "Post Winning Depression Is a Thing and It's Time We Start Talking About It." And it just talks a little bit about. It's a very easy read. I can put it on the website. It talks a little bit about the you know the symptoms, which we can go into, and kind of you know the fact that a lot of people are really surprised to hear that this is a thing. And um, you know, and, and it's nice to see that there's an actual doctor in this. Article talking about it and how they, you know, support breastfeeders through this. Um, but so then, you know, like I said, I posted it on social media and it got such a huge reaction that I'm like, okay, this is going to be. We have to like talk more about this. Um, and it's by who is it by? It's by Zara Husseini Hanawalt. I don't know if there's a bit about that person down here. I don't know if there's like a little bio or something. Um, It doesn't look like it. But anyway, so, you know, let's talk about this. Yeah. And, you (laughs) know,
1: so much is just kind of, like, written off as new mom anxiety, you know? And it could, like, I think that's why, it one of the reasons why it's not recognized, like, as a thing. Because... You start experiencing or you maybe you'll start to experience these feelings and you just don't realize that that's what it is. And people go, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, new mom. um, You're busy. You're doing that, you know, like all this stuff. And you kind of are left that feeling of like nobody really gets it,
0: you know. Right. I- I mean, we talked about this in the in the postpartum mood disorders episode of like there's the you know, you've got this new baby and all this stuff is going on and you go to the doctor and there's this questionnaire like, are you having any depression? Are you having any anxiety? And you fill it out. There's no follow up. There's no. no nothing. You know, you're just like, you know, people are like, Oh, be happy. Congratulations on your new baby. Everything's great. Right? Uh, and you know we just don't talk about these things. We don't recognize them. We're just like, oh my god, it's a bad feeling. Don't talk about it. Or you know, I'm an, I, I just had my baby. I'm supposed to be happy. I better not tell anybody. You know, we're hiding this stuff. We're sitting on top of it because we don't know how people are going to um, are going to take it. And then even when we do reach out, sometimes we're just ignored.
1: Right. And that's frustrating beyond frustrating.
0: It's more than frustrating. Yeah. It's so damaging. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like ruining people. You know, it's like the, and these are normal things that we can help you through that you can get help with. Um, and And a lot of times just knowing that you are going through something that's a real thing mm-hmm. is like that's all some people need to know. They're like, oh, OK, so, you know, I'll get through this and, you know. It's validating,
1: um, it's really validating, yeah. just to know that, okay, this is what I was feeling, and it's not like you know some horrible thing you're experiencing. It's just you're like that- you're not the only one yeah.
0: yeah absolutely so so this post talks about i mean i don't need I don't need to sit and read it to you. that might be kind of boring, um, but uh they're talking about, you know, so uh a lot of people were you know telling this doctor like. Like, wait, that's a thing? Like, you're making this up. This has to be fake, you know? And they're like, no, it's like, it's a real thing. You know, you're going through, there's all kinds of hormonal fluctuations, you know, which we can talk, we can talk a lot about these hormonal fluctuations because, you know, you have a baby, you get pregnant, there is hormonal fluctuations. You have a baby, there's hormones, breastfeeding hormones, weaning hormones. And I'm sorry, but I weaned, my kids were both self-weaned, big kids, and I haven't breastfed in a long time, and I'm a hormonal wreck like i I go to the you know i go to the to my midwife, and they're like, "You know we'll help you through it. All this stuff is really normal, it's okay, you know, and it's it's like there it's you're a you're a hormonal being oh my god it's a, it's a, this
1: stuff is it's unbelievable how much your hormones change and how much they fluctuate, and then on right. top of it. If you're on birth control, which they a lot of times the minute you hit like six weeks to three months, they're, you know, trying to get you on birth control or mamas are trying to get on birth control because they don't want to have baby after baby and want a little space there. And that adds
0: more to the hormonal pot. Right. Exactly. And. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so it says it says post winning depression is a term used to describe depression that can occur after a person stops breastfeeding. It can come as a result of hormonal fluctuations and or the psychological stress of weaning. Symptoms may include increased irritability, teariness, loss of pleasure in a usually pre- pleasurable exp- activity, fatigue, um, or trouble concentrating. You know, you know. It's like the every day. The things that bother yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, yeah, like the things that you're going through that bother you that make you feel like... Something is wrong. Right. And it
1: it really might be that you are... It might sneak up on you. You know, it really might sneak up on you where things are going fine and, you know, you're kind of doing this whole thing and then all of a sudden, you know, you're just not feeling like yourself. You know, maybe you didn't even really experience any kind of postpartum issue or maybe you had like a little baby blues and, and this is what it's reminding you of. You know, like it just... But you're just not realizing that that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so. It is really, really common. It is really common. Um, what do they like? Do they give any like what? It, what is the main point of the of the article? Are they talking about like we need to bring awareness to this? Or are they talking about like how to
0: what what kinds of things you can do? No, it's really just about bringing awareness. Bring to Bringing awareness. Okay. Yeah. But we can talk about certainly what
1: we can do about this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I've, I try to talk to moms about this. Usually if they're weaning earlier than their body thinks they need to be weaning. So let me, let me put that a little bit better. So maybe I have a mom that is going back to work. Really struggling to keep up with pumping, um, things just aren't working out. It's too stressful. She wants to wean. Okay, she contacts me and says, "I I need to wean. This just isn't working out." First thing I do is like praise her for contacting me because a lot of people don't do that. They don't contact their lactation consultant to wean because they think I don't know what they think. They think they're going to be judged, maybe. Or that they're going to be scolded or, well, here you can always try other ways to do it. No, I'm going to help you to do that safely because if that mother just says, all right, I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to stop breastfeeding and stop pumping and my body will just like dry up. The hormonal changes that will happen will throw you into a – the possibility of them throwing you into a depression, the the postpartum weaning depression is very, very high at that point because your body is not handling the
0: fluctuation of those hormones well. Right. And, and there's actually a great couple of great paragraphs here about those hormones um, that just put it um, really nicely. And um, I'm just trying to scroll here.
1: Yeah. So what we have, I have
0: what so I like may, those oh, moms, I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say while you were looking,
1: what I like those moms to do is we start weeding down slowly So we, you know, we take away some of that pumping time, we take away some of that feeding time so that your body is naturally pulling back, pulling back, pulling back, because that is what happens when you naturally wean, like just when you when your baby weans on their own, just naturally, your body is pulling back, pulling back, pulling back as the baby needs it to. So you might not even notice you might not ever have any kind of postpartum you know depression over weaning, if your body just naturally weans and you know just follows the baby into what they're they're naturally doing but if you shut it down earlier
0: than what your body is naturally doing that's when we need to alter the routine and we're not telling we're not telling you not to do that cuz that's right. obviously your choice right. we're just telling you that we want to support you through that or want you to have somebody who's supporting you through that if you should run into some of those symptoms mhm Um, And so we have, so the hormonal shifts, so the oxytocin rises during breastfeeding um, and decreases with weaning. This being the uh, feel-good hormone, as we call it, means a person may miss this oxytocin feeling and experience more intense senses of loss and sadness. And that's, as you might notice, Exley is here. Um, we're going to push through. Um, <laughs> other hormones play a role too. Prolactin, which is typically elevated during breastfeeding, is associated with feelings of calm. An abrupt decrease in this hormone when abrupt weaning occurs can cause negative feelings. Um, In the meantime, estrogen generally remains lower during breastfeeding and returns to pre-pregnancy levels after weaning. For some people, this happens at slower rates. Shifting estrogen levels causes depressed or irritable mood for some people. Um, And so, like, you know, we have all of these different kinds of hormones, too, doing all kinds of different kinds of things in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And And all affecting our emotions.
1: All affecting emotions, your mood. And the other important thing to remember is that everybody reacts hormonally differently exactly some are more hormonal than others it really just you know i mean just because one person doesn't have a problem with it doesn't mean another person is not everybody reacts differently everybody's hormones affect them differently
0: right and i think that's so important too because you know we talk about how you know your best chance of kind of avoiding this is just um you know self-weaning but some people don't want to do that and that's totally fine And on top of it, some people may do that and they may experience really dramatic shifts in their hormones. Mm -hmm. You know, they may still go through this. And the article also talks about how it might not kick in right away. It might take a while. You might wean and might, you know, there's some time might go by and you start having these um, symptoms. And then you think, well, it can't possibly be related to breastfeeding because I stopped that a while back. But it still could be related to that.
1: And, you know, you, you have, know. as you mentioned earlier, too, when you first, you know, start talking about this article, it could be the psychological piece of it. So maybe like if you did self-wean, maybe it's not the hormonal impact. Maybe it's you not realizing how much you were going to miss that piece of connection with your baby. You know, that is... I have people all the time, and I'm sure you hear it all the time, too, that say, I did not realize how emotional this is. I didn't realize how connected, how much I was going to love breastfeeding, how, you know, how I just love it. It's such a part of my life. And then you wean. And even
0: if you're ready or, you th- you know, it's just. it's It's hard, you know, it really is hard. I think we, you know, we can talk about this in relation to, you know, I keep comparing it to postpartum depression, but I want to because I feel like that gets a lot more, not enough at all, Mm -hmm. but that, but that's a little bit more known, right? We kind of hear that more, Um, but this is something that we just don't hear about that absolutely exists. And um, so we can talk about, you know, the, the, a part of postpartum depression being like that, that transition, You know, you get used to being pregnant. You have your baby inside of your body for so long. And then your body, your baby comes out and you're supposed to be happy. But it's this big transition. It's kind of like, oh, it's not in me anymore. He's out there now with the world, you know, and that can be really a really emotional transition for people. And um, there's also the the transition then of just of weaning and of that, that changing relationship can really be. Um, emotional for people. So, you know, we talk about hormones, definitely. But there's other things involved, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you might just mourn the loss of that breastfeeding relationship. And that doesn't make you, that makes, that's totally normal. Yeah,
1: it really is. It doesn't
0: mean that you're, you know, again, that doesn't mean something's wrong or that you did something wrong or, you know, it's just going to, it's a big, big trend. Breastfeeding likely, if you have chosen breastfeeding and you've done it, it's likely become a pretty big part of you. And your relationship. I mean, that's you know, it's a it's a big part of your relationship with your new baby. It is, and when it ends, like that's just a big deal. It's a really big deal.
1: It is. It's really it's hard, and and you don't. I think we're afraid to like have people minimize that, you know, or to even say I'm going to miss breastfeeding, which I I wish people would talk about that part of it. You know, I wish they would say, oh, you know, it's. I really miss it. It was wonderful. I really miss it because nobody really says that. We never talk about the weaning ever. Like we never talk no. about it. People are just like oh, we all of a sudden they're just not breastfeeding anymore. Nobody ever talks about the weaning, how it feels, what they need to do, what, what, what made their decision. It just doesn't
0: happen. I know. It's true. It's true. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it like it's like it's some secret or something. Right. We don't know. Like, like breastfeeding doesn't go on. Like we're constantly trying to explain to other people that breastfeeding doesn't go on forever. Like, oh, you're going to breastfeed them until they're an adult. Like, hello. You know, no, it doesn't go on that long. So we keep, you know, it's like, but then it comes to talking about the end of our own breastfeeding relationships. So we don't talk about it. That's like a secret. Like, oh, you know, I'm not a breastfeeder anymore. I can't talk about it anymore. That's, so like, that's like weird it's so weird it is weird and 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 I think that people that do go through you know I I used to think like oh if I wean you know I'm not a lactation consultant I'm not anything like that so if I wean like am I still going to have a voice in this and I weaned and I was like wait I have even more of a voice now I went through the whole thing mm-hmm. you know like I went through that now I have that experience too which my experience isn't the end-all be-all experience but it but the you know, the weaning part is a part of breastfeeding. Yeah. You know, there's a beginning and a middle and an end. No matter how long you do it, it's gonna end. It is. And now everybody cries. <laughs> but we will talk <laughs> like more about are, that
1: piece oh. after a word yes. from our sponsor.
0: Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Rumina Nursing Wears Pump and Nurse Collection. Are you looking for a bra or tank top you can do both breastfeeding and hands-free pumping in it don't want to completely disrobe to put on a different pumping top Rumina nursing Wear's pump and nurse collection has helped thousands and thousands of breastfeeders reach their breastfeeding goals by offering all-in-one products that breastfeeders can easily nurse and pump hands-free in with their simple hands-free pumping design Breastfeeders don't have to worry about disrobing completely or putting on additional pumping straps or tops. All of Rumina's products are comfortable to wear all day and supportive for busy, multitasking breastfeeders like you. Badass breastfeeding listeners can receive an exclusive 20% off discount at Rumina's Pump and Nurse Collection by visiting Rumina's website, PumpAndNurse.com and using code bb nineteen. And this special offer, their website, um, can be found on our website, badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, along with all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our our other episodes, and your uh, information about how to schedule your lactation consultation with Diane. So if I had
1: to pick like one of the most important takeaways from this. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what I would what I would pick because now I kind of feel like, oh, my God, like we never even I never even said that out loud that like we never talk about the weaning part. You know, like I always I tell people all the time that I kind of complain about it or whatever that, oh, my gosh, people never call me to wean. And I really want that to be able to help them through that. But we don't talk about
0: it. And I think that's such a really interesting point. Because we call lactation consultants and we call on people. I will say people do call on me about weaning, and I'm happy about that. But I, I, I do th- probably think people don't call you, because there's that something about lactation consultants It's like, oh, well, I'm breastfeeding, I'm having problems, I have to be having a breastfeeding-related problem, like you know, like a early on, like latching or getting the milk out or something like that, to call a lactation consultant. And we think there's this, there's this weird thing that we don't want to talk about weaning and it's like well I can't call a lactation consultant about stopping breastfeeding you know we call them about starting breastfeeding and getting breastfeeding going but we don't call them about stopping breastfeeding but you totally should you totally should you totally should That's part of it that's exactly part of it and they actually know what to do they can help you they're not going to that I know you mentioned this before none of us are going to be like you shouldn't do this you want to wean? No, sorry, you're not allowed. I'm not going to help you. We're the you. breastfeeding police. Yeah, I'm not going to help you. We're the breastfeeding police. We're telling you no, you're not allowed to. That's insane. No one is going to tell you. No one is going to tell you that at all. I've never ever said that to anybody. I take them directly to the resources that I have and my experiences and what I think will ha- be helpful about weaning. Right. Right. You know,
1: and I have had I have had a, you know a couple of moms ask me about weeding because of a medication that they needed to take long term or something like that. And, you know, even if I'd said to them, I've checked it out, it is safe for you. And they still said, you know, I'm just not sure if I'm really comfortable with that. Okay, you know that it is your choice. It is your baby. It is your family. It is your choice. But I want you to do it safely.
0: I want it to be safe so that you don't, you don't feel like this. Right. I think that's a good point. Yeah. If you say like, well, I have to wean because I have to take this medication. I might say like, well, actually, you know, that's not true. And like help you work through that. But yeah, if you're just like, I need to wean. I really want to, I really want to, you know, I'm done. I I really want to like, that's your choice. That's a whole point of this, Mm -hmm. of having all the information is that you get to do what you want to do, which is right for you and is right for your body and right for your family. And You know, people get into this, and we're talking about post-weaning depression. So people get into this, and then they're having all these feelings and all of these, like, symptoms, and it can be really scary. And it's okay. It is totally okay to reach out for help, to say, I'm not feeling good. And, you know, everybody has to make this decision for themselves because if you feel like you're going through this and you're having some symptoms and you're like, okay, just knowing that makes me feel better. And, and, you know, I, I know I'll be able to ride this out that's great. If you're like, if this is really interrupting your, your, your daily functioning, then reach out for help. There is absolutely no shame in reaching out for help through the weaning process.
1: Right. And, you know, I had a mom that contacted me once. This is several years ago. Well, probably three or four, I think. But she was one of my moms that I worked with a lot um, at the pediatrician's office. And she had a set of twins. And her journey was, Very different from others. You know, she was in a same-sex relationship. They had these beautiful girls. There was always, like, some hormonal stuff going on there, too. Obviously, you know, um, in vitro. And Mm -hmm. she was – she never, like, fully breastfed them because of milk supply issues and, you know, legitimate reasons, but breastfed as much as she possibly could, which was still just amazing. You know, and she had these two babies and she was doing as much as she could with them, but was not fully breastfeeding them. And I remember when she did wean them, she was like, and at this point she wasn't even really like, you know, making that much anymore. She had gone back to work. She was only nursing them very, very infrequently and and not for very long. And, you She ended up, you know, weaning and then she contacted me later and she goes, could I have felt like some depression there? She goes, I really just have not felt quite right. And that's the only thing that I know that has changed. And I was like, yes, absolutely. So I think even if people think like, oh, I wasn't even breastfeeding fully or like, it doesn't matter. You know, it it doesn't matter what your relationship with your baby, what your breastfeeding relationship was like. You could still feel like this and experience
0: it. Right. Right. And I'd love to share like some of the comments. Oh, from yes. the, you know, from Instagram when I shared it because there were so many. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and um, so one person sent Mary says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just weaned after four years. I thank you. I think you just diagnosed me. I had no idea this was a thing. I've been cycling through medications, trying to find something that works for me. It just hit me out of the blue is what it seemed. Thank you. It's amazing. So this person thought that she was going through having a huge mental breakdown, which, you know, is also okay to do, to, you know, it's okay. You know, whatever is happening, we're going to, we, you know, we can help you. But, um, People might think something else is totally going on or, oh, my gosh, I'm having a, you know, you know, when you start having these feelings, it's so scary. Oh, my gosh, it is. Um, And so, yeah. So that made her really feel like um, she had an idea of kind of what was going on. Um, So this person says, post-weaning depression hit me hard for my first kid. As I approach weaning for kid number two, I'm a bit panicky because I'm not sure if there is a way to prevent post-weaning depression from happening. And so, you know, then we have a lot of people who are still breastfeeding, haven't gotten to the point of weaning yet and are nervous about going through that and kind of wondering what they can do now to prevent it. Um, And really, I mean, just preventing a whole, preventing a hormonal and emotional reaction to something ending that is that big is... You're probably not going to be able to prevent all of it. Oh. But the awareness
1: is key. you know, Absolutely. like if knowing that it, that it's your hormones changing, that is really I think that's preventive. I really do. I think that is a huge piece of preve- of being preventive about it, because when you know, going forward, okay, these are the things to kind of watch for, like that's really
0: that's really important. And that will be helpful. And so, yes, and Grace says, uh, going through this right now, my almost three-year-old went through nursing for several nights about, without nursing for several nights um, about two weeks ago. I decided since before bed, he was only, I decided since before bed was the only time we were doing it to go ahead and wean, sort of regretting it, but I also have dried up. I thought we were ready, but it, it has been rough for both of us. And so you might even get into the middle of weaning and think you're ready and maybe I mean maybe you are ready and it could be, you know, it could be a could be a rough time. It might not be, but you know, you could go through, you know, you could go through, you know, th- halfway through it and think, "Oh no, I made a mistake or you know, we're not ready for this or you know, yeah. any of those kind of doubtful feelings."
1: But you know, this is why when you you mentioned postpartum depression um and postpartum mood disorders a little bit earlier in the episode and not breastfeeding is linked to postpartum depression that is something mm-hmm. that they have researched and found that those two things there is a link there and i mean that makes total sense right like yes, if you choose yeah. not to breastfeed at all which again that is your choice But they have noticed that women that choose not to breastfeed at all do have a higher likelihood of postpartum depression. Right. And that is all hormonal. Right. 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 And that is exactly what we're talking about now. The weaning. Not breastfeeding anymore.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, And so I like this comment. I'm not ready for this, but when the time comes, I'm going to get a breast milk necklace made to help. Oh, that's a great idea. And I love that. It's such a great idea to like have this keepsake whether it's a breast milk jewelry or a photograph framed photograph or a photo session or anything um you know that that would kind of you know just be like a keepsake that you can have forever to kind of you know remember this time I think that that's something that could be really helpful to that's a great idea I love that she suggested that I love that's a re- I know I love that idea um and uh should we hear a couple more yeah I, yeah I like these. okay more. omg thank you for this i went through this with my older daughter a few years back i suffered with severe anxiety and ocd after i weaned her it creeped up on me shortly after i stopped nursing her post-weaning depression was not a thing then and i felt so alone i found a medication that helped but now that my youngest is starting to nurse less I can feel it creeping back on. Thank you for getting the word out about this. I'm going to talk to my doctor about it now without feeling like a crazy person. Definitely. That is so fantastic. Yes. To like That's what you also can do is you can say, you know, I just want to have a connection with a lactation consultant or my doctor or a counselor. Uh, there's no shame in having a therapist or a counselor. Mm-hmm. Like, just have one. Just for at any point, you know, like it's so, you know, and you can do that before you go through the weaning process. If you're worried about that, you can um, have that person on hand. They could probably really help you with some great strategies going forward, you know, and just ask and be there to kind of listen and support you through the whole process. And I love
1: like, I hope you pass some education along. Like if you talk to your doctor and they're they're really not aware or they're not haven't seen it or just i hope you're able to educate them i really do now this art this um article that you have abby is it like are
0: there any research things on there or anything like that there's links in the article okay to other things I wonder. I can, i'll put it on i'll put it on the web. i'll send it to you and i'll put it on the website yeah that's
1: per i was gonna say put it on the website that and way if people want to like copy it and you know or download right. it
0: or whatever and share it with other people or share even bring it to your doctor's appointment and and yeah. share it with them And honestly, this is not the only thing that's ever been written on post-winning depression. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the thing that's kind of on parents.com. It got a lot of, like, play, so that's fantastic. Um, But I'm sure that you can find other things as well about this, about this um, thing. Um, And Megan says, this actually just made me feel validated, and now I understand about what I was going through a few months ago. And so, you know, she went through it, and she got through it. Mm-hmm. And she looks back and she goes, oh, wow, that must have been what I was going through. Yep. So there isn't that, you know, there is, it doesn't mean you're going to fall down the rabbit hole forever. No.
1: That's amazing. I mean, it's amazing to see when you put up an article like that. It's amazing to have people go, oh, my gosh, I'm so validated by this. And I'm I'm so glad to know that something.
0: Yes. And you can, and the this answer. is on Yes, and this was on my um, Facebook and Instagram. If you guys want to scroll through the comments and just kind of commiserate with people, I <sighs> get it's just the picture of the article that I put on post Depression is a thing, and it's time we start talking about it, and it's a picture of a what's like a cartoon picture of a person crying actually. So
1: I think for me, the takeaways are you know that this this is a thing, there's not much awareness here. we want to try to bring more awareness to this um Just because you are a breastfeeding mom is not a guarantee you're going to experience this. We just want people to know that it is something that's out there and something that can happen. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I think it's not talked about enough. So if you need to wean, get some help with that. If you're ready to wean, if you're not sure if you're ready to wean, anything around weaning definitely get some help talk talk about it with people it's important absolutely yeah
0: and thank you for listening thank you for listening bye bye